I took a deep breath, trying to calm myself down. My heart was hammering so hard in my chest I was sure the people at the bus stop could hear it. Ignoring their nasty looks as best I could, I stepped off the bus, pulled my coat around me, and made my way past them. I was in the bad part of town, and dilapidated buildings hugged the horizon, their boarded-up windows a testament to the job loss that had taken place after the manufacturing shop in the company town had moved overseas. Still, I didn't have time to think about it, not if I wanted to secure my prize anyway. After my stop at the bank to pull every penny I had saved out of my savings account, I could practically feel the weight of my life savings drawing all eyes to me. It would only take one thug to push me down and steal it away at knife point. I glanced around the parking lot, trying to see if anyone was waiting to accost me. But thankfully, the coast looked clear. Barely resisting the urge to stick my hand in my pocket and check my wad of cash again, I hurried across the cracked asphalt towards my destination. Angel's Pawn Shop. It was a huge building, having slowly taken over the strip mall where it resided. The plastered-over, yellowed signs of a pet shop, comic book store, and an accountant were still there. Actually, when I'd first found the place, it had been because I'd seen the sign for the comic shop and gotten off the bus to scope it out. I loved comics, old ones especially, but I'd never had the kind of cash for the hobby. I was forever wishing I had a Spider-Man number 121, the issue where Gwen Stacy died, or a Hulk number 181, the first appearance of Wolverine, but alas, at their current price tag, I'd have to skip paying rent for a month or two to have that kind of scratch. At least if I wanted to own more than the cover, anyway. As I stepped onto the cracked concrete in front of the massive neon purple building, I took a look up and down the streets. Unlike most strip malls, I didn't see any of the homeless that were everywhere in the city. While I'd been mugged a few times when I'd missed the bus and been forced to walk home from work, I'd never worried about it here. Sure, I didn't have my life savings in my pocket then, but this was one of the reasons I'd risked it. Angel's Pawn Shop was one of the safest places to do business in the entire city, and I'd heard that it was because Merle, the owner, had paid a military contractor to clean up his little slice of heaven. They'd rounded up all the homeless and dumped them at the McDonald's a few blocks away. Then they'd patrolled it long enough to make the muggers think twice before coming back because no one wanted to risk bringing valuables or getting large sums of cash when they could get robbed. Made sense given their sort of clientele. I took a deep breath and stared at the barred glass doors in front of me. A red open sign glowed to my right, and even though I knew it was hopeless, I tried to look inside anyway. Unfortunately, the motley collection of 80s and 90s movie posters made it impossible to see even the barest glimpses inside. I'd heard that the main reasons the windows were blocked out was that Merle sometimes bargained for less than reputable items, but I'd never seen anything strange inside. Truth be told, the place was like a wonderland of old knickknacks that someone somewhere had found valuable, and while they hadn't had any comics I'd wanted that day, they'd had something else, something I coveted a lot more than comics. No time like the present, I muttered to myself and ran a hand through my shaggy brown hair, brushing it out of my eyes. I knew it wouldn't help much because I needed a haircut, but thanks to the twin cowlicks at the back of my head, I always had to get my haircut really short. Since it was winter, the idea of freezing my ears off wasn't exactly appealing. And don't even get me started on hats. They made me look ridiculous. I pushed open the doors, eliciting a loud screech from the buzzer by the door. As I stepped into the store, the wash of heat inside hit me. It had been chilly outside, with the first hint of rain barely clinging to the clouds in the sky. Inside was different and as I glanced from old records stacked next to a crate full of musical instruments, I almost pulled off my jacket. Instead, 
I rubbed the back of my neck with one hand and tried to find Merle. He wasn't behind the counter, but I knew he'd seen me thanks to the huge television mounted on the wall behind it. My mug was plastered on it as I stood there fidgeting, and without thinking, I tried to smooth out my hair since it was sticking straight up. It was no use, and I quickly gave up. Moving quickly, I made my way past the rack full of blenders and toward the stuffed animals in the back left corner of the store. My footsteps seemed to echo on the cement floor as a fluorescent lighting blazed overhead. I dug my hand into my pocket, and as I felt the wad of bills with my fingertips, my beating heart eased its pace a tad. I had enough to buy my prize. Things were going to be okay. Stepping out from between the racks at the back of the store, I found myself staring at a glass case filled with watches. I wasn't sure if they were real or not, but I also didn't care, because I was staring at the pegboard just beyond the case where the swords were kept.